Ladies and gentlemen, it's a big, weird, wild world out there, folks, and here we stand. Al pie del cañón, ready for anything. I'm Rob, that's a natch, and you're listening to... The Bravo Show! <laughs> Good morning, people. It's Tuesday. Oh, the, what did they say? This is the this is the saddest day of the, the week, or the cursed, the most cursed day, or something like that. I don't know. I feel like Monday sucks worse than a Tuesday, Natch. I'm just going to be honest. Um, how are you doing out there, folks? You're listening to the Probo Show live at 8.30 a.m. Central European time, unless you're one of those golden angelic beings that download the podcast. There are more and more of you every day. It is honestly quite um, humbling to see how quick and how much the um, the podcast is growing. So thank you so much. If you don't currently download the podcast, you can do that at any good podcast directory. Um, all right. A, a big good morning to uh, who we've spoken right now. We, to BTI, Eugene, Vero, uh, Mr. Cruthando, The Bridge, all joining me live in the audience today. If you want to be as cool and as sexy as those people, it's very simple. You go to twitch.tv twitch.tv barra forward slash professional bohemian and you can catch the show live if you want to interact with the show outside of our normal hours you can do that at on sorry on instagram at professional bohemian bohemian professional per inglés or um, alternatively, if you want extra content, um, you want to see all the links that I use in the show, you can do that on my Patreon, patreon.com forward slash professional bohemian. How are you doing, Natch? How's it going, man? Very well, thank you. Yeah, how are you, how are you doing? How are you, how are you coping with the week's nonsense? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yes, not bad. Not bad, okay, mm-hmm. okay. I like that, I like that. It's a tone of positivity, my friend. Mm-hmm. Um, have you, uh, where do you stand on Marvel right now? Have you seen Echo, the new Marvel series? No, 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 I stopped, I stopped uh, with Endgame. Ah, okay, uh, that's, oh. see, that's why you're the Oracle. You just knew it was going to be pure crap after that. Yeah. I, I watched, um, I watched Oracle. No, not Oracle, what am I talking about? That's you. I watched um, Echo, the new series. Uh, quite bad, I'll be honest. I will never get those five hours back that I dedicated to that show. In fact, the best part about it was the was the Bando Sonora, Banda Sonora, the the theme tune, um, "Burning" by the Yeah Yeah Yes, great song. Oh, but literally, that's the only good part. The only part of the episode I ever looked forward to watching was the intro. <laughs> oh, the definition of a hate watch, the kind of thing that you watch. Yeah, no, just because of obligation rather than you enjoy it. Anyway, let's see what's coming up in the show today, shall we? In today's 100 Humans, I ask them what is a pastime, or to name a pastime, un pasatiempo, I think you say, name a pastime that is more respectable than watching TV. Um, Nombra un pasatiempo más respetable que ver la tele. Um, in uh, today's Complete the News, we'll find out why a marathon runner was disqualified. Ooh. And um, today's unpopular opinion, I promised you a light-hearted one, didn't I, folks? And that's what we've got. Today's, um, uh, today's unpopular opinion on the subject of Echo and the five hours that I will never get back of my life. Binge-watching TV shows. Um, I think you say ver un serie en maraton, no, Natch? To binge-watch. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, binge-watching TV shows is not as enjoyable as weekly episodes. Ver series en maratón no es tan disfrutable como los episodios semanales. All right, and we'll get into that in a while. Again, um, on Instagram, you guys went crazy with the um, participation. I really appreciate that. Um, and let's see, I'll tell you what, guys, I'm here, you're here. Let's see what's going on in the world, shall we? First of all, let's take a pay a little attention to our chat. Everyone's saying good morning, Vero. Morning, beautiful warriors around the universe and beyond. Good morning, Vero. Morning to the bridge, Mr. Cruzando. Positivity or acceptance was that, says the, says the bridge, in reference to your, your chipper mood, I believe, Natch. He's a positive guy. The, Natch, the Oracle's a positive man. Um, Vero says, what happened yesterday? There was no lunchtime show yet. Andrea couldn't make it. There was um, a plumbing issue in her house. Fontenaria. 
Fontenari. Did I say that right? Fontenari. Oh. Nivelazo. <laughs> feels good. Even when they're unprompted like that. <laughs> it feels good. <laughs> um, all right. So there we go. Let's uh, let's see what's going on in the world, shall we? Um, how's about this? There is um, uh, there is a company, a company called Siggy's Diary. S-I-G-G-I-S. Siggy's Diary. Um, and they're offering $10,000 to people who can ditch their phone for a month. A company offering $10,000 to people who can ditch their phone for a month. Empresa ofrece 10,000... I almost said 10,000 pavos. <laughs> because nivelazo. Dólares a personas que pueden dejar su teléfono durante un mes. A company is willing to pay people 10,000 US dollars to do a digital detox. Un detoxificación digital. Oh, Natch. That was 100% me. That was no... I mean, I know the two, the, the four words <laughs> are almost identical. I know that. But whatever. Uh, no phone for an entire month. Siggy's Diary, which makes Icelandic-style yogurts, says it's nice to live a simpler life with fewer distractions, and most of our distractions can come from our phones. In addition to the cash, the company is offering other prizes that include three months' worth of yogurt, a flip phone, and a smart phone lockbox. For those willing to put down their phone, the contest is open until January 31st. Would you um uh, would you abandon your mobile phone for a month for ten thousand dollars, Natch? Yes, I would. Yeah, me too. Me too. In fact, for ten thousand dollars, I would do it for six months, maybe more, maybe even a year. Where's 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 your limit? How much <laughs> how much would it take? Like, if I gave, I was about ten thousand for two years, no mobile phone. No, one year. No, no. six months. Mm. Sold. <laughs> Maybe. If I had that kind of money, Natch, I would put that to the test. If I was Mr. Beast right now, I'd be like, here's $10,000. Give me your phone. <laughs> uh, all right. Yeah, interesting. I'll tell you what I wouldn't do. I wouldn't do it for um, for yogurt. <laughs> um, yeah, because this is a prize. It's not like they're paying people to do this. It's a prize. Uh, I guess um, I don't know what the conditions are. But I'll tell you what. You can know if you want to go to patreon.com forward slash professional bohemian and check out the link. We're moving on. Um, let's see. Uh, the debate around in-office work or working from home continues, friends. Um, I've got a couple of articles here. First of all, an opinion piece. You'll like this, Natch. Um, an opinion piece from um, CNN, from CNN's Peter Bergen. B-E-R-G-E-N. Bergen. Um, he's CNN's national security analyst and vice president at New America, a, prof a professor practice at Arizona State University. So he's also a professor at university. Um, he says um, he has an opinion piece called The Return to Office Fallacy. La fallacia uh, del regreso a la oficina. Um Check out the link. Do it. Use your phone, says a bridge. Yeah, absolutely. Don't put don't <laughs> put down your mobile phone until you've gone to patreon.com. <laughs> um, uh, Peter Bergen, in his opinion piece, argues against the necessity of returning to the office, citing his positive experience with a remote workforce in his podcast production. He notes that despite claims about the benefits of in-person work for creativity and productivity, there is no empirical evidence supporting this. Um, Bergen highlights that a significant portion of Americans... A portion of Americans now work remotely without any negative impact on the economy, as evidenced by low unemployment and strong GB GDP growth. He also points out that time and environmental benefits of reduced uh, commuting. While acknowledging that some jobs require physical presence, Bergen argues that for many, the, the push to return to the office is not in the best interest of the employees who largely prefer remote work. Um, you know what? Maybe he's right. I don't know. I'm always in the... I, this this um, topic, I float 
from agreeing with remote work to not agreeing with remote work. Me being in in a, in a creative kind of industry like yourself, Natch, um, I believe that it's easier to brainstorm with people in a room. But maybe I'm wrong about that. Maybe I'm wrong about that. You know? Um, and then there's a follow-up here, an article from Fortune.com. Um, yeah, that was released today. Even Fortune executives who mandate a return to office admit that it doesn't improve productivity. Uh, incluso los eje ejecutivos de Fortune que exigen un regreso a la oficina admiten que esto no es... Um, esto que esto no mejora la productividad. And, and that comes from um, a 40-page remote work report from At Atlas Atlassian. Um, Atlassian's comprehensive report on remote work based on surveys of their employees and CEOs from Fortune 500 companies reveals a strong trend towards distributed work. So this idea, this is a new concept, kind of. Um, and I think you'll enjoy this, Natch. And I think this maybe is something that I I could find myself buying into, honestly. And the idea is that there is no um, uh, there is no in work mandate. There is no no kind of rule to say you have to be in the office. Just like there is no rule to say you have to work from home. What it is is rather. Um, you go where where is more convenient for you, your boss, for the team. I mean, how many times, and I know for me, um, it happens a lot, that I would just simply, in certain tasks and certain parts of my job, be a lot more productive at home. And then there are other parts of my job where obviously I need to be here, I need to be in the team. Um, it's interesting. It's interesting. Um, how do you guys feel in the um, in the chat? What do you think about that, Natch? Well, it uh, depends on the on the job, I think. It does depend on the job. But like in in our work, for example, um, until I go live in the morning, like nine times out of ten, you could be at home doing the paria, doing whatever, you know? I, I like the idea of the flexibility of only being there when you have to be there. I like the flexibility of no rules, okay? So it's like... You know, there are certain parts of your job. You're an adult. You know when you have to go in, and you know when you um, when you're going to be more productive at home with no distractions. I don't know. I find that interesting. That um, on Fortune.com. Again, all the links in my um, in my Patreon. And should we do one more piece of news? Should we do one more piece of news? Oh, science snatch! I'm going to ask you a question now. If it's too personal, say it, Rob. Shut up. I'm not answering that. Okay. Who spends longer on the toilet? <laughs> Is it you or Mrs. Natch? Uh, it depends. Uh, um, she spends a lot on the hair and making and makeup. Yeah, yeah. And the rest, I guess, my, me, maybe. Yeah, you. Mm -hmm. um, I'm, I'm going to say um, Izzy spends more time in the bathroom than I do. <laughs> I often say I'm going to put a bed in there just so she doesn't have to move around so much. <laughs> She's listening to the show now, probably furious. But yeah, um, but apparently I am um, I am not the uh, the boilerplate. I'm not the the most common answer. You would be right, Natch. Apparently, men spend um, more time in the bathroom than women. This is coming from the Jerusalem Post. This is the reason why men sit on the toilet longer than women. Esta es la razón. Uh, por la cual los hombres se sientan en el inidoro más tiempo que las mujeres. Is that a good translation? I feel like you're looking at me like, no, that's completely bad. <laughs> Don't blame me. Blame the elves. Okay, here we go. The article from the Jerusalem Post discusses why men tend to spend more time on the toilet compared to women. And how this behavior is linked to better intestinal health for men. Apparently, Natch, men have better intestinal health. Um, gastroenterologist Kyle Stella and gastrointestinal psychologist Madison Simmons. How can you be a gastrointestinal <laughs> psychologist? How are you feeling? 
lay down intestines. <laughs> Tell me how you're feeling. Um, uh, explain that men generally feel more relaxed while on the toilet, which is beneficial for digestion. This relaxation is part of the body's rest and digest function, essential for proper digestion. The article also mentions that men are more likely to engage in activities like reading or using their phone while in the bathroom, further extending their time there. Do you do that? Do you read on the bath on the an bathroom? Yes, I do. Mm-hmm. Uh, magazines, books. Now the, the mobile. Uh, mobile phone. Well. Yeah, me too. Me too. I had a friend who used to read movie magazines on the bath on the toilet. He had a stack of um, uh, of movie magazines next to the bathroom toilet. <laughs> I'm going to be honest. I'm not that kind of dude, man. I get bored in there. I feel like I'm missing out. FOMO, the fear of missing out. I feel like I'm missing out what's happening in the real world. While I'm sat on the toilet. I think, you know why I think that is, Natch? No children. I think if I had children, I'd appreciate those quiet moments in the bathroom a little more. How, on a scale of one to ten, how how accurate am I being there? Well, in fact, this is not true because you don't have ni ahí. Te dejan. Dad! <laughs> Oh, anyway. Uh, you know what we should do at this point of the show, friends? We should move on to today's Unpopular Opinion. Unpopular Opinion. Uh, are we talking about the loo itself, says uh, the bridge? Yes, we are. Um, how is your mic coping with los ejecutivos? Yeah, it's getting... When I speak Spanish into the mic here, I cover it in spit. I need to put a mask on. <laughs> Uh, Inodoro, thank you, Vero. Can we get um, a nivelazo? Inodoro. You know? What? Que nivelazo. These guys don't let me, uh, they don't slip up. I think Vero is equally as much my teacher as you are, Natch. Although we spend less time together. Uh, My brother, Ivan, used to study in the loo. (laughs) Says Vero, wow. That's a level. That's a level of dedication. No, I feel like if I spend too much time in there, I'm wasting time. You know, so it's quickly in and out. Um, okay, you spend more time in the bathroom at work or at home, Natch. Before we get into the into the unpopular opinion, at work or at home? Excuse me. Do you spend more time on the bath in the bathroom at work or at no, home? At home. At home. I don't know. People, experts would say, Natch, it's better to be paid to poo. Just, <laughs> just so you know, that's what I've been told. All right, today's unpopular opinion, today's brain fart, today's pedo-cerebral, pedo-mental is... Um, where are we? Today's uh, unpopular opinion is binge-watching TV shows is not as enjoyable as weekly episodes. Ver series en maratón no es tan disfrutable como los episodios semanales. Woo! Uh, quiet time in the toilet because you have got kids. I do it, says uh, Mr. Cruzando. <laughs> okay, so yeah, what do you think about this? Is it more enjoyable? Is the week weekly episode more enjoyable than binge watching? Hmm, fascinating, um, a fascinating little discussion we're about to have. Where do I stand on this one? Um, against my better instinct... I'm going to say probably true because I view TV as more than just the act of consuming content. We'll get into that in a little bit. As always, I thoroughly tortured the elves this morning. They provided me with some pros and cons. Let's get into those. Okay, so in the pro column, saying binge watching diminishes appreciation. That you don't appreciate it as much when you watch, when you binge watch. Uh, TV shows. Consuming too much content in a short period can lead to sensory overload. When viewers binge watch, they may become desensitized to nuances and subtleties in storytelling and character development that they might appreciate more with spaced out viewing or with weekly viewing. Uh, Next in the pro column, part of the enjoyment of TV shows traditionally comes from the anticipation and wait between episodes. Binge watching eliminates this, potentially reducing the overall excitement and attachment to the storyline. 
Um, next point, watching episodes back to back can lead to a blend of plots, characters and details. This can hinder the viewer's ability to thoroughly process and remember the show's content, reducing appreciation of the depth and intricacies of the storyline. And final point here, TV shows often spark um, social interactions with discussions and speculation between episodes. Binge watching might limit these interactions and the added enjoyment that comes from sharing and debating theories and perspectives with others. The elves for me have nailed it here, Natch. For me, um, back in the day when shows were released week on week, one of the one of the things that I enjoyed the most about watching TV was the idea that the show would come to the end. The following day, I would go to the office and I would speculate about the future of the show and what will happen in upcoming episodes um, the following week. We've been robbed of that um, social interaction, that social societal glue, that small talk that comes with weekly episodes. We've been robbed of the anticipation of looking forward to um, to future content, you know? Without that anticipation, I feel like we're missing uh, we're missing out on um, on what was one of the one of the side effects, one of the fortunate side effects of um, what was old school TV. I'm going to ask you, um, Mr. Natch, what do you think? Do you prefer week-on-week viewing or binge-watching? I think I used to enjoy more, enjoy it more when, when it was week-to-week. Exactly. Maybe not the program itself, but the whole act of watching television, the ritual of coming in the next day. Whoa, we still walking dead, I am. Yeah, mia. <laughs> you know? I mean that was the last show I was able to I was able to do that with was Walking Dead. I think that's the 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 last death cries. Well, no, maybe um, House of the Dragon HBO tend to still release things week on week. And I'll be honest, when I was watching House of the Dragon, a big part of my enjoyment of that series was the idea that next day I would go into the office and freak out with the other people that were watching it. And we're robbed of that when it's. Um, when it's a binge-watched experience. All right, let's uh, get into the cons now. Binge-watching does not necessarily diminish appreciation. Binge-watching. Ver la tele, ver series en maraton. Okay, let's let's go for the cons. Some For some, binge-watching can lead to a heightened emotional and intellectual engagement with the show. Immersing themselves in the storyline without long breaks can enhance the viewer's connection to the narrative and characters. Uh, Personal control and satisfaction. Binge-watching gives viewers control over their consumption. The ability to watch a show at their own pace can increase satisfaction and comfort, thereby potentially increasing appreciation for the show. Um, In the age of streaming services, many shows are now produced with binge-watching in mind. These shows are often crafted to be consumed in this way, which can mean that spacing out episodes might actually detract from the intended experience. And finally, binge-watching shows allows viewers to explore a wide variety of shows in a shorter time. This can lead to a broader appreciation of different genres and styles that they might not have explored otherwise. Hmm. So you're you're um, you're on the true side with this, right? That binge watching a show is not as enjoyable as um, weekly episodes. I'm with you on that, Natch. Do you can you guess how um, Instagram voted? Um, maybe they said the same. True. No, they didn't, Natch. In fact, they 73 percent said false. No, no, no. I I prefer binge watching. Yeah, uh, let's see. Let's turn our attention very quickly to the chat. Vero says, "False. Watching series in marathons can be more entertaining than watching them weekly. In recent times, people prefer to watch fiction from the beginning to end without having to wait for the following weeks." Mister Cruthando, be paid spending time in the toilet of the office. I do it too, says Mister Cruthando. We all do. It's how we stick it to the man. Do you know that expression? That to stick it to the man. <laughs> it's like 
our revenge on the powers that be. <laughs> um, the Bridge. I fell out of watching series when binge-watching started to get popular. I have never binge-watched. So I do, I do both, okay? I mean, there are certain shows that do everything drops at once and you watch the whole thing. Um, Marvel's Echo that robbed five, year, five, weeks, uh, five hours of my life was a binge-watch show. But then there are a ton of shows um, I would consider of a greater quality that drop weekly. And I probably enjoy those more because of the added um, social benefits that come with it. Look, I'm not going to tell you, friends. You're going to tell me. I will post a poll in the chat and you will tell me if binge-watching TV shows is not as enjoyable as weekly episodes. All right, friends, I'm going to go to a quick commercial break. Um, guys, so many things you could have been doing this morning. Instead of doing those things, you took the time to spend some time with me and the Natch, and it means the world. See you in a few minutes. Hey, guys, if you'd like to support the show, you can do so on Patreon. That's patreon.com forward slash professional bohemian. There you'll find VODs of the episodes as they are recorded live, blogs, vlogs, and behind-the-scenes content. If you'd like to watch the show live, you can do so on twitch.tv forward slash professional bohemian. And you can participate in the polls we use in the show on Instagram at professional bohemian or Twitter at probo, P-R-O-B-O-H. Okay, on with the show. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to this, the one and only probo show coming to you live at 9am. How are you doing out there? Um, coming to you live at 9am for those of you uh, joining me live, for those of you who are not you angelic beautiful podcast listeners more and more of you every single day uh, a lot of love and appreciation for you especially those of you who are rating the podcast highly oh you're the sexiest all right anyway let's get into um, what you've missed if you've just tuned in uh we spoke about mm, a company <laughs> a yogurt company Siggy's Diary, who's offering a prize of 10,000 euros for people who can stop using their mobile phone for a month. Dude, sold. <laughs> I'll do it every month if you're going to pay me 10 grand a month. But don't get too excited. This is a grand prize. Other prizes include um, yogurt. Three months worth of yogurt. <laughs> yeah, I don't know the resale value of yogurt, Natch, but I'm pretty sure I wouldn't be interested. <laughs> the last time I saw a vegetable natch was, you know, was in a book. <laughs> Let alone yogurt. Come on. Uh, then we looked at an opinion piece by Peter Burgeon at CNN and also um, a report from Fortune.com um, with regards to an Atlassian study. Um, with regards to the fallacy of returning to the office. La fallacia, I think you say. Fallacia? Fallacia. Falathia, oh, Natch. Can you give yourself a nivelazo? Falathia. <laughs> nivelazo. La falathia. Thank you, thank you. So I sounded like an ass in the first half of the show. He said nothing. You were like, <laughs> people are laughing at him good. <laughs> la falathia. falathia. Del regreso de la oficina. A la oficina. Um, yeah, the fallacy of return to work and then the uh, the report in the, in the second um, piece of news. Um, highlighted a, a kind of new way to look at it rather than mandating in office or mandating out of office or hybrid working, controlled hybrid working, just saying, well, no, you're an adult. You know when you've got to be in, you know when you've got to be at home or you know when you're going to be more productive at home. Let's just kind of sort it. Let's figure it out. I mean, here at Vaughan, we've got a strict in-office policy, except for in the summers, right? Um, in... Um, Dias no electivos, you say, right? What does that actually mean, Natch? Is that when basically kids are off school? Exactly. Okay. Um, uh, that's then. Um, uh, then it's uh, like either hybrid or, or working from home. Hmm. But yeah, it, uh, fascinating. I I kind of dive in and out of agreeing and not agreeing. Um, I do. I have worked in my uh, freelance work with people in other countries, and it's gone fine. But there are times in which I miss a good. Kind of back and forth in the office, a bit of a brainstorm. But really, I mean, analyzing the way we work, how often do we really brainstorm? You know, not that much. <laughs> anyway, let's... Uh, and then finally, we looked 
at the reason why men sit on the toilet longer than women. Um, the article said it was um, to read for bi- and have better digestive health. Chat says it's to escape the kids. <laughs> but according to Natch, there is no escape. <laughs> and then we moved on to today's unpopular opinion. Um, today's brain fat, which was binge watching TV shows is not as enjoyable as weekly episodes. Ver series en maratón no es tan disfrutable como los episodios semanales. Um, yeah, we had a lot of back and forth with regards to this. Instagram said 73% false. Don't shame me, bald man. I like to binge watch my TV shows, is the message, the clear message I got from Instagram today. Um, but I would say there is more to TV, or there at least, okay, there isn't more to TV. Okay, no, I mass que lo que es una serie, no? You sit there, you binge watch your series, it's over, and it's, you know, a very passive form of entertainment. And I don't like that. I don't like what TV has become. It has become too passive. The active part that used to be consuming television was that following day when you would see your friends, where you would see your colleagues, maybe at work or or outside of work, and you would speculate about what's coming in that next episode. That communal experience that we seem to have somehow lost, I would argue, is as important. The theory crafting is as important as the show itself. And it's something we uh, are losing thanks to binge-watching culture. Binge-watching. Verceres in Marathon. Look, dude, Natch, we're teaching people things like digital high-five, dude. dude. Yeah, we're killing it. (laughs) Uh, Let's take a look at the chat, see what people are saying. Um, In fact, many, um, many platforms put the whole series on at the same time so the audience can fully enjoy them yeah i mean look i'm not i do binge watch series a lot of them and i'll be honest i when an episode when an episode ends and there's no um episode to go to after i experience that pang of that feeling of oh really i have to wait a week you know what that's called friends anticipation now i'm excited for this moment, next week, when I can sit down and enjoy the next episode. it For me, it enhances the enjoyment. It f- puts me in a situation where I don't have to be in front of the TV for eight hours. I don't possess the self-control when they drop every episode of, um, of Stranger Things. I don't have the self-control to think, oh no, I'm going to watch one every week and be a good boy. Do you do that, Natch? No one does that, right? No. All right, so I'm not strange. I don't have the self-control. And neither do you, so stop lying to yourself. Yeah. I'm telling them, Natch. <laughs> These people. The listeners. <laughs> Let's see what people are saying. The Bridge says, I was just thinking, could Lord of the Rings be to blame for the surge in binge-watching? Eee, I'm not sure how they'd be to blame. I mean, in fact, when Amazon released the series, the Lord of the Rings series that they made, that pile of hot garbage. <laughs> and I didn't hate it because they were multicultural hobbits. I actually quite enjoyed that. I hated it because it was crap. <laughs> hey, um, I remember when films came out yearly at yearly intervals exactly. It was like watching an epic series. And I think that's what I enjoyed about the Marvel Universe. Is that every year there'd be two or three movies and you'd be in a universe. Now I feel like if I have to watch the next Marvel movie, I have to do like 10 hours of homework to understand all the characters. Don't give me homework, Marvel. Come on. Uh, Mr. Cruthando says, uh, we have hybrid working. Two days working from home. We do not really need to go to the office, but the company wants people to keep in contact, and I understand it. My only issue is that I waste so much time commuting. Yeah, me too. Me too. I mean, that's about an hour and a half of my day spent commuting. How long do you commute to the office, Nudge? Uh, it depends on the the time, but um, half an hour. Half an hour, yeah. Well, so an hour, right? Half an hour there, half an hour back, yeah. An hour, I'm a, an hour and a half on public transport, yeah. 
I mean, it is it's time off your. I don't like. I can definitely. We should do. In fact, I tell you what. Tomorrow we'll do. Um, we'll do this debate. Maybe we'll do it again. The um, working from home debate. Why not? Um, okay, let's continue. Basically, there are no series anymore. They became long movies. Oh, you're going to get a Probo approved, Sam. Probo approved. Yeah, what is this? Don't we complain when they release a movie in the cinema that's three hours long? Because <laughs> I can't go to the bathroom. <laughs> yeah, because these series are, are broken up into little episodes, giving us the illusion that we can just pause it and just go to the bathroom. I, mean, I just don't get it, Natch. I don't get me wrong, this is coming from someone who binge-watches a hell of a lot of TV. <laughs> I just, uh, you know, I just can't see that it's more enjoyable than the alternative, which what 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 used to be TV, a more communal experience. I don't know. Okay, so I asked you in the chat to tell me, is, um, or I, I po posted the uh, poll, binge watching a TV show is not as enjoyable as weekly episodes. And you guys said, 60% true. Yeah, we converted people, Natch. Single-handedly, you and I. We're bringing back TV, which is quite impressive for two radio personalities. <laughs> um, Sam continues here. The fact of uh, the fact of stop for a week is what gave them that status. Plus, you could share thoughts with friends, etc. Exactly, exactly, Sam. If we think about TV as, um, yeah, or what TV is and what TV has been classically seen as, at least when I was a kid, it's been seen as kind of the least active form of entertainment. By active, I don't mean um, in terms of the amount of exercise you get. I mean by the the quantity or quality of the interaction you have with that medium, you know? I feel like I could write a tweet to a radio personality and it'd get answered. You guys can write to me directly. This is quite a, an active show in that respect. TV has been always been practically a, a passive medium. Um, and what gave it some amount of, um, of social interaction was the idea that after the episode, you could then go to the office, see your friends, um, and then talk about the next episode, speculate, theory craft, um, uh, do a post-mortem of the episode you've just seen. Oh, I liked this part. I didn't like that part. And it was a communal experience, something you could share, that um, water cooler conversation experience. Um, charlas a de pasillo, Natch? Oh! Look at me learning Spanish. After 20 years. <laughs> um, and I think somehow we've kind of we've kind of lost that. I think in the attempt to um, give us what we've won, we've lost something we need. Which is not which is not the first time for television. Um, I mean, remember we used to have very few public broadcasters. What's a public broadcaster? BBC in the case of England, PBS in the case of uh, the US, um, in Spain, Radio Televisión Española. You probably have one in your country from wherever you're listening to us from. And these public service broadcasters have three remits. Number one is to educate. Number two is to entertain. And number three is to inform. And their TV programs have to cover that whole gambit. What happened... Well, we got digital broadcasters, satellite broadcasters, and all of a sudden, the world was introduced to genre format television, where I, being a simplistic guy, can watch 24 hours of shows about gold mining in Alaska, and I will happily do it, but it is not for my net benefit. And I think the fact that these digital streaming services offer you the ability to watch a whole series at the same time is the same thing. It's giving us something we want, but it, which is not necessarily good for us. But you know what Grandpa Bo would say about that, friends? He would say, Rob, opinions are like assholes. Everyone has one and they all stink, including yours. And you know what, friends? He'd be right. That's today's unpopular opinion. Let's move on to 100 Humans. 
Here we are, friends, with a hundred humans. Uh, the bridge says, I am obviously old school TV-wise. Yeah, me too. I have a foot in old school, and I have a foot in um, in the new kind of format of TV releases. I do prefer the old way, though. Sam says, next program we can talk about when radio became TV. Um, I can see you, Rob. Yeah, it's a true story, Sam. Radio is slowly becoming lo-fi TV. Maybe I should dress better, Nudge. I'm getting into the habit, at least, of shaving my head weekly. That's why you don't see me in a cap anymore. <laughs> the abject shame of Sunday has passed and I haven't had time to shave my head. All right, anyway, anyway, let's get into today's 100 Humans. Um, it was a long walk to work today, guys, across snow-capped mountains and through river valleys. And on that walk, I encountered 100 humans and I asked them all a question. Today's question was, name a pastime more respectable than watching TV. Nombre, nombra un pasatiempo más respetable que ver la televisión. I asked them that question. They gave me their answers. I am in possession of the top seven answers right here. Your job in the chat is to identify those top seven answers. And um, before we go to the Natch, uh, a big thank you to Carmen Ravdos, um, Resino Gemma, CJ Barbas, Pedro, Pedro um, from Instagram, Ana Kassan, Life G17, Vero, uh, Oruperti, Nuriatam, Pilar, that's all folks, Coco Lavender, um, Ismartin Efe, B. Lopez, Materia Oscura, and Raz. <laughs> yeah, double R, double A, double Z. How would you pronounce that in Spanish? If the da double R, if the is weird. Wrath. 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 Okay, thank you, thank you. All right, let's get into this. Um, what do you think, Natch? Something more respectable than watching TV? I don't know. Doing some sports. Sports. Playing sports. I like it. Playing sports. Is it there? Yes, it is, Natch. Well done. Uh, 12 of 100 humans said playing sports mm, or competing in sports. Well done. Um, it's the third most popular answer with 12 of 100 humans saying sports. Um, Vero also on Instagram. Vero said sports. Coco Lavender said sports. Anyone else? Um, yeah, a few people. Building a shrine to Rob says Ravdos. Jeez Louise, Ravdos. Uh... Okay. Okay, those are the only people who said sports. There are a lot of people who interacted today. All right. Let's go to... Let's turn our attention to the chat. Um, uh, Eugene says, watching the Probo show and the lunchtime show. Hmm. Watching a stream isn't there, but those two things that you just mentioned are technically radio shows. Is listening to the radio there? Yes, it is. Well done. <laughs> Yeah, listening to the radio is there. It's the sixth most popular answer with how many? With three of the hundred humans saying listening to the radio is more respectable than watching TV. All right, uh, let's continue. Uh, chess, says Sam. Playing chess. Is it there? Hedreth, right in Spanish. Ah, Hedreth. Thank you, Nat. <laughs> We're getting to a dangerous point when I can read your lips now. Ahedreth, <laughs> is it there? No, it's not. Good answer, though. I would say that's more respectable than watching TV. All right. Um, let's see. In the chat, Hema um, says, Hema, the bridge, says reading. Reading. As does 90% of the people who answered on Instagram. B. Lopez, Rav, Rav, um, uh, Ismartin Efe, Pilar, that's all folks, Oruperte, Nurietam, G17 Life, uh, Pedro, Ana Casas. <laughs> well, a lot of people said reading that, basically. Basically. Is reading there? Yes, it is. Well done. Reading, of course, it's there with 39 of 100 humans. 
the number one answer. Well done, guys. You've identified three of these. Reading, sports, and radio. Walking the dog, says um, says Gemma. Walking the dog. Certainly um, a much better activity, something I engage in at least three times a day. Walking the dog. Is it there? Eee. I could give you this, but I'm not going to. Sorry. If you're an older person like myself, Grandpa Rob, <laughs> this is a very light form of blank. It's a clue. You know, you can engage in more, in more, uh, I don't know, in more heavy forms of blank, but you would need to go to a special place to do that. Anyway, let's continue. Uh, the theater, says the bridge. Ooh, the theater. Is it there? No, it's not. Uh, Gemma and the bridge. Gemma says knitting. The bridge says um, crafts. Uh, she also says painting. Hmm. We could say that the, those are all crafts, right? I mean, painting is an art, but still. Crafts, handicrafts, making things are crafts there. Yes, they are. Well done. You only have three, three more to get. Well done. Okay, let's see what else people are saying. Um, beer, says Sam. <laughs> beer. <laughs> I like it. No drinking a beer. Just beer. I like to beer in my free time, Natch. <laughs> Is beer there? Is drinking, drinking alcohol, more respectable than watching the TV? <laughs> no, it's not. It's not there. Sorry, Sam. <laughs> watching a movie in the cinema, says uh, Mr. Cruzando. Going to the cinema. It's a great answer, but it's not there. Um, jogging, says the bridge. Jogging. Hmm. You know what? Jogging isn't there. But exercises. So I'm going to give it to you. Exercise. Well done. Yeah. Um, so you've identified reading, exercise, sports, crafts. And listening to the radio. Um, Mr. Cruthando here says listening to music, but I'm looking for maybe something on the other side of listening would be making, right? As Mr. Cruthando says here, no, sorry, as Sam says here, playing a musical instrument. Is it there? Yes, it is. Well done. It's the fifth most popular answer, playing an instrument. There is only... One more thing to get to identify. It's the seventh most popular answer. It's something I do, even though a lot of people would tell me I don't. <laughs> it's combining combining ingredients into um, uh, into something. What do what do we call that, Natch? <laughs> Cook. You know, before I even said that, two people said cooking, cooking. <laughs> well done, <laughs> Sam and the bridge. All right, so I asked 100 humans to name something more respectable than watching TV. In position number... Seven. We had cooking in position number... Six. We had listening to the radio in position number... Five. Playing an instrument in position number... Four. Um, we had crafts, manualidades, in position number... Three. Deportes, sports, in position number... Two. Exercise, and finally, in position number... One. Reading, well done. <laughs> You call it Uber, says Sam. <laughs> I cook with my mobile phone. It's a talent. Let's move on to Complete the News. Complete the News! Okay, guys, this is Complete the News. I'm going to give you a real news headline. And with the three options I give you, you will complete the news. Here we go. A Chinese marathon runner is disqualified for blank through the race. Um, Corredor, would you say? Corredor de Maratón? Corredor de Maratón Chino Descalificado por Blanc durante la carrera. Is it A, cycling? 
cycling, um, uh, ciclismo. Is it B, chain smoking, fumar en cadena? Or is it C, talking, hablar? <laughs> A Chinese marathon runner is disqualified for blank through the race. Is it A, cycling, B, chain smoking, or C, talking? Chain smoking, fumar en cadena, uno tras otro. Marathon, thank you, Bridge. Thank you, thank you. What do you think, Natch? I don't know. Um, a? You think A, cycling? Ooh, we have a discrepancy. Natch says A, chat says B. Right now, B is in the lead, chain smoking. Uh, Natch says cycling. All right, let's see, shall we? Ooh, Chinese marathon runner disqualified for. The answer is B, chain smoking. Yeah, that's right. This article coming from the Toronto Sun. A 52-year-old Chinese marathon runner known as Uncle Chen was disqualified from the Xiamen Marathon for chain smoking throughout the entire race. Kudos to him. Shouldn't he be getting some kind of an award for doing that? Despite completing the 26.2-mile marathon in just three hours and 33 minutes, my God, Chen was disqualified for violating the marathon's rules against uncivilized behavior. For chain smoking. I think that's, I think, he, you know, I think that's even more impressive, if I'm going to be honest with you, Natch. <laughs> that's like, a, what, a 26-mile Marathon? I don't think I could stand up 26 times, let alone run 26 miles. Impressive stuff. Look, guys, one hell of a show. I've had so much fun today. Thank you so much for participating today. I'll be back tomorrow at um, 8.30 with more Probo Show Madness, guys. As always, you can catch up with all the links I use in the show to all those news items on my Patreon, patreon.com barra forward slash professional bohemian that's bohemio professional pero in inglés friends um so many things you could have been doing this morning instead of doing those things you took the time to spend some time with me and the natch and means the world see you tomorrow yes.